Hi, 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 doing? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're studying Daf Memvav, Talk 46 of Masech Kiddushin. Friends, yo, friends, friends. Let me tell you, Daf 46. I, I don't know what to tell you about Daf 46. There's something funny about this Daf. I'll tell you there's something funny about this Daf. The first quarter of the Daf, I just I push it. Forgot to prepare it. I just push it. It fell through the cracks. I I, I looked at it today. Said this doesn't look familiar. And uh, I guess I must have thought that I had done it the day before, and that, but I didn't. So I had to learn it just now. And was, when I was reviewing, I was actually learning. And then, so that's the first part, and then the rest of it, it gets a little complicated. Anyways, friends, this is some daf. I'll tell you, it's some, it's some daf, but uh, okay. We learn every daf in, in, in Shas. That's what we do around here, including this one. So uh, here we go. Alright, so we're going to start on Daf Memvav Amur Aleph, third line of the Daf by the two Das Itmai. We stated Kitana Shinskacha Shlododas Avio. So if you have a Kitana who was betrothed Shlododas Avio uh, without her father's knowledge, fine. Amur Av says Rav, Benhi Uven Avio, Yechol in the Akev. So, uh, so meaning, so, so she accepted Kesev, she's a Kitana, she accepted Kesev Kedushin from some fellow without consulting with her father. So now, of course, her father can um, say, hey, no, I'm not okay with this. Um, but the Chiddush of Rav is that even she can also actually, you know, until, as long as her father has not yet consented, so she can also change her mind at that point. Ravasi Omar, Aviyah Velohi, whereas Ravasi says, no, only her father would be able to disapprove. Once she, however, accepts the case of Kedushin, you know, she's already accepted it. Her father could still say no, but she can't. So they ask Akasha on Ravasi. The Pasuk says by, uh, by Mephate, if a fellow is, um, uh, seduces a uh, fellow and she's a Naira or a Ketana, so, right, so, so let's actually read these two Psukim. Two Psukim in a row. It says, If a fellow is Mephate or Besula who is not engaged, Vishokhav Ish Ima and he sleeps with her. Mar Yumarena Lola Isha, so he has to marry her. In Moin, Yimoin Ovia. But if her father refuses to allow her to be married to this fellow, the Sitalo, Kesif Yishko Kamor Basula, so then he, he receives money. So 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 it says so Imoin Yimoin Avia. So it says if the father objects to this fellow marrying his daughter, in the Allah Avia, all I know is that the father can object. He How do I know that um, she can also object? So if 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 he shall surely refuse, uh, and the the double lotion comes to include even um, that she can refuse as well. So that is Ravasi. Uh, so so that's the kasha on. Against Ravasi, right? Because Ravasi said that only the father can refuse by the by Ketana Shinskacha Shlomadas Avia, and but Ravuna some say Barav ask against Ravasi. But what about this pasuk that say it's not just the father but the daughter can also refuse? Amar Lehu Rav Rav responds to them, I guess to um, Ravuna or Chia Barav or maybe both of them. I don't know. Lotizlu Boser Ipcha. Don't get all excited about nothing. Meaning. Rav had said that either the father or the daughter can reject. Rav Asi had said only the father, not the daughter. Ravuna, I guess, and or Chia Barav came to support Rav. And from a pasuk, Rav says, hey, people, I know you're trying to support me, but, but don't get carried away over there. 
that Rav Asi would be able to answer to you that you're bringing a raya from a pasuk when it comes to to mefate. That pasuk could be talking about that if he was mefate or he seduced her without the intention of 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 of, of kiddushin, and therefore it's it, it it's not right. We are discussing the sugya of Kitana Shinaskajashlodasavya, but maybe by the Pasuk of Mifata is talking about something else. It's talking about when he seduced her without the intention of marriage. Pita Shlodushum Kidushin Krabai, do I need a Pasuk to teach me that if a fellow seduces a a girl without the intention of marriage that she can say that she's not interested? Why well, need a Pasuk to teach me that? Obviously, either the father or her could say that they are not interested. Rav Nachum Yitzchak says yes, but the, the, the point the, where the Pasuk is needed is to teach that the fellow would have to pay the fine, like a Mefuta, right? Meaning, meaning if you have a fellow, we can say it's talking about where he seduced her without the intention of Kiddushin, and we're saying that if either the father or the daughter reject the uh, pretend the, with, with the, uh, the, the, the option to get married. So then they don't get married and he would have to pay a fine. Whether it's the father or the daughter rejected, he'd have to pay the fine. Omar, so, so obviously, so, so it's obviously not needed to teach that she doesn't have to get married, that she could reject that marriage. What it is needed is to teach that even if she's the one who rejects it, still he would pay the fine. Omar of Yosef. So now, Rav Yosef says to Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchok, if this is so, so this is that which we teach in a Mishnah that when the Pasuk says um, that uh, that if he's Mefate, this girl, she loses this girl, so the first Pasuk says they, they should get married. So that, right, so that he would have to give her Kiddushin. And if the Pasuk was talking about where he was uh, Mefata, he seduced her with the intention of marriage, then why would he have to give separate Kiddushin? So rather, Rav Yosef wants to argue that this supports what um, what, uh, what what we have been saying, that the Pasuk is talking about if he seduces her without the intention of marriage, and that is why if they then want to get married, so then he has to give separate Kiddushin. Omri Abai, Abai says to Yosef, Tzricha Kiddushin, Leda Asavia. Abai says it's not necessarily a proof. You could, you could theoretically argue that he was Mephata Lashem Kiddushin, but he would still have, Kiddushin, but he would still have to give her a Kiddushin, um, you know, with, with the, uh, with the intention of the father, right? Meaning, meaning if he seduces her with the intention of Kiddushin, the father still has to agree to allow him to marry his daughter, and then he would have to give Kiddushin again, uh, nonetheless, and this time with the intention of the father, with the consent of the father. Okay, fine, very good. Okay, so that was the case of um, um, so if you have a kitanishin skatsha shlola da savia, so Rav had said that either the father or her can, um, you know, uh, um, you know, reject the marriage. I mean, even after she, after she accepts it, she could still change her mind so long as her father has not uh, consented. Whereas Ravasi says, no, only the father can can do that. He, uh, the, the daughter cannot. Okay. Now we get to a new Mishnah that we actually referenced the other day. It gets a little bit uh, technical, I'll tell you. This Mishnah gets a shtickle uh, technical, I'll tell you. This Mishnah gets a shtickle uh, technical. Omer Le'isha says the Mishnah that a fellow says to a fellow, 
If he says, be betrothed to me with this. Oh, what time is it? It shouldn't be too late. Ooh. All right. What do you want me to tell you? It's a little late. What do you want me to tell you? It's a little late. What do you want me to tell you? Ha'omer le'isha, a fellow says to a fellow, hizkachi li betmarazo, hizkachi li bazo, bimikudeshes to me with this date. Bimikudeshes to me with this date. So Yidavka mentions kiddushin twice. Im yesh ba'achas me'en, shavaputa mikudeshes. So because he had mentioned kiddushin twice, right? Hizkachi li betmarazo, hizkachi li bazo. He mentions kiddushin twice. So then, um, one of those dates are going to have to be a Shavaputa in order for this Kiddushin to work. However, and if neither of them are a Shavaputa, even if, you know, together they're worth a Shavaputa, but separately they're not worth a Shavaputa, so then it would not work. But if he doesn't say Kiddushin multiple times, if he says Bimikudeshes to me with this, this, and this, but he only mentions Kedushin once, so then, as long as, in total, there is a Pruta, so then she is Mikudeshes, even if in none of, even if in none of the dates individually, there is a Shavah Pruta, but if, um, in total, there is a Shavah Pruta, so then, Mikudeshes. Fine. Vimlavin Mikudeshes, and if in total there is not, a Shavaputa, so then she is not Mikudesh. So I saw Ocheles, Rishona, Rishona. If as she received the dates, she ate them, Eina Mikudeshes, Ache Ba'achas Men Shavaputa, then she's only Mikudeshes if in one of them there was a Shavaputa, and the Gemara is going to ask what is, what, what is the context for this. But we're saying that if as she receives them, she eats them, then she's only Mikudeshes if in one of them, there's a Shavaputa, and the Gemara is going to explain what it's talking about. Says the Gemara, Mantana is Kaji is Kaji. We saw this the other day. Who is the Tana who says that um, if she says his, if he says his Kaji multiple times, so then we treat them as separate givings of Kiddushin, and therefore they would have to each be, right? They can't, we can't join them together for the Shavaputa. There would have to be a Shavaputa in one of them individually. Um, Rav Rib Shimini. Rabbi says it's Takarib Shimon. That if you have multiple people who go, who, who claim that they have, that they're owed deposits by a certain fellow, and he says, I swear to you, I swear to you, I swear to you, I swear to you, he swears to each of them separately. So then, uh, if he's lying, he would have to bring a Corbin Shvua Sapikodun. And if he, so if he said Shvua, separately for each claim, so then he would have to bring multiple Korbanas. But if he only said Shvua, for you and you and you and you, so then you would only have to bring one uh, Corbin. Okay, so just like uh, Reb Shimon is, uh, you know, is, um, you know, he, he's, it depends on how many times he says Shavuot. Here also, it depends on how many times he says uh, Kiddushin. Okay, fine. Bazo vazo vazo im yesh b'chulin shavaputa v'chulis. We said that if he says, but is kachli bazo vazo vazo. So then we can add them all up cumulatively to see if they equal Shavaputa. And then we had said, and this is what the Gemara is going on, that if, as she receives them, she eats them, so then one of them would have to be a Shavaputa in order for the Kedushin to work. In fact, the Gemara, Aheya. What is that statement going on? Ilema, is it going on the ratio of the Mishnah or sort of the middle case of the Mishnah, the next case of the Mishnah? Is it talking about the first case of the Mishnah 
when he says his kachili bazo, his kachili bazo, or is it going on the second case in the Mishnah where he says his kachili bazo uvazo uvazo, and then we're talking about if she eats it? I think I have to sneeze. One sec. Yeah, my uh, my my uh, my hunch was a correct hunch. Okay. So now, um, so if we're saying it's talking about the ratio, where he says, here are these two dates, and we say that each one individually would have to be a Shavapruta. If neither one is a Shavapruta, it doesn't work. So, what, you know, who cares if she's eating it or not? Even if they're just sitting there, I mean, Forget about whether she's eating them and they don't exist anymore. Even if they're just sitting there, they would still have to, there would have to be a Shavapruta in one of them. He says, he's saying, and therefore they would, one of them would have to be a Shavapruta, even if they were just sitting there, let alone if she's like eating them. So, Ella Asefa. So rather it's talking about the Seifa, where he says, Hiskachili, Bazo, Bazo, Bazo. Right, be mikudeshes to me with these dates, and um, in in right with this date, with this date, with this date, and in that case, we said that if they all cumulatively are equal to a shavapruta, then that would work, even if none of them individually are with a shavapruta. And what the safe and what we're saying now is that, but if as she receives them, she's eating them, so then one of them would have to be a shavapruta. But now, frek the gemara. Even if it was the first one that was a Shavaputa, right? So he says, it's Kachili Bazo, Uvazo, Uvazo. And as, right? And then he gives her one. Then he gives her the second one. Then he gives her the third one. And as she receives them, she eats them. And we're saying, even if the first one, right? This, right numbers two and three were not a Shavaputa, but the first one was a Shavaputa. And we're saying, as long as one of them, even the first one, was a Shavaputa, she's Mikudeshes. But it's a loan. And you can't be Mikudeshis with a loan. What does that mean? It means that when he says his Kachili Bazo, Uvazo, Uvazo, and he gives her one, and then he gives her the next one, and then he gives her the third one, his intention for the Kiddushin is not complete until he gives her all three of the dates. Which means that when she receives just the first one, it's not yet Kiddushin because. His intention for the Kiddushan was that she, she receive, that she should receive all three of them. So when she receives the first one, it's not Kiddushan yet, because his intention is not complete. It's Betzim alone. He's Betzim giving her the date to hold on to until she receives the other two, at which point it'll be Mekadish her with those, so it's Betzim alone. And if we're saying that if the first one is worth a Shavet Pruta, and she eats it, and we're saying that that is the one that she's being... Mikudeshes with, well then, you, right, you can't be Miskadeshes with alone, right? If I give you, you know, if a fella gives a fella $100 as a loan, and then the next day he says, you know what, forget about it, don't pay me back, keep the loan, I'm waiving the loan, and, uh, and, and, and use that, and that'll be cast of Kedushin, it doesn't work, you can't, Mikadesh Bimilve ain't Mikudeshes, you cannot be Mikadesh Bimilve. So therefore, if, what he's saying is, be mikudeshes to me with this date and this date and this date. And then he gives her one, then the second, then the third. Until she receives the third date, the first two are just considered a loan. And how could she be mikudeshes with that first date 
if um, if it was only considered a loan at the time until she received all three of them. So Amr Yechanan Arei Sholchon Varei Bosser Varei Sakin Ve'ein Lanu Pelecho. So says Rabbi Yechanan, it's Pasha a, a, a quandary. We have a table, we have meat, we have a knife, but we don't have a mouth to eat with. Pasha, we have a, a beautiful mission over here, but we don't know how to understand it. Rav Shmuel Amitavai, so Rav and Shmuel both say, La'olma Reisha. So really it's referring to the Reisha actually. The first part of the Mishnah had said, that if a fellow says his kachili bazo, his kachili bazo, so then one of them would have to have a shavaputa in order for them to be married. And, 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 and then what the Mishnah is saying is that if she eats them, so then still there would need to be a shavaputa in order for the marriage to work. And the Chiddush is, that certainly if he says his kachili bazo, his kachili bazo, one of them is going to have to have a shavaputa, that's for sure. But I may have thought, but maybe if as she receives them, she eats them, also since she's getting benefit from it, maybe she is. Right? She's eating these dates and maybe she's saying, wow, this is gewaldig and she would be willing to be miskadeshes even with less than a shavaputa. Right? I mean, if it just says, iskachili li bazo, iskachili bazo, okay, so one of them would have to have a shavaputa. But I, have a, I might have a half minute to say that if he gives her one and it's less than a shavaputa, but she eats it and she gets benefit from it, maybe what she's saying is, yes, of course, I'm into this. I'm okay. Yes, I'm being miskadeshes with this date, even if it's less than a shavaputa. So I might think that that works. Kamash Malan, that no, even if she eats it, it would stand, she sort of demonstrates that she's getting benefit from these dates, and you might think that she's um, being miskadeshes with these dates. No, it needs to be a Shavaputa nonetheless. That is Rav, um, Rav and Shmuel's opinion. Rab Ami Omar says, Rab Ami Olama Seifa, that no, it's really referring to the Seifa, that when he says it's Kachli Bazo, Bazo, Bazo. And we said that in that case, if cumulatively they are worth a shavaputa, so then she is mikudeshes. But if she eats them, so then one of them individually would have to be worth a shavaputa. Umay main shavaputa. And what does it mean until one of them is a shavaputa? achrona shavaputa. The last one would have to be a shavaputa because yes, the first two, if there are three of them, the first two. Are loans, and she can't be miskadeshes with a loan, so those can't, even if they're shavaputa, those can't uh, work for the kiddushin, because he said that they're a loan until she receives all three of them. But if the last one, which upon receipt, when she receives it, she's receiving all of the dates, which is what this fellow intended to do, and if that last one is a shavaputa, so then she will be mikudeshes. Omar Ravish Mamino Midrabami Tlos Ravish says that we learn three things. From Abami, Shmamina Makadish Bemilve Enimakudeshis. Okay, we learned that if you're Makadish Bemilve Enimakudeshis, because we had said that how could it be that she that if the first one is worth right in the Seifa when he says it's Kachli Bazo Vazo Vazo. So the first ones are loans. And we said, How could it be that if the first one is a Shavapusha Prutashis Mikudeshis? That first date is a loan. 
implying that Amakadish Bimilva ain't Mukadeshis, you can't be Mukadeshis with a loan. Vishmamina Makadish Bimilva Ufuta Daita Aputa. And it also teaches that if a fellow is Mikadesh with a loan, but also separately with a pruta, so the intention is for the pruta, and of course being Mikadesh with a Shava Pruta works. And the right so if so, so if he is Mikadesh with a loan and with a pruta, we assume that the intention is not on the loan, which would be a problem, but rather the intention is on the pruta here also. Right? He gave three dates, one at a time. The first two are loans, the third one is Kiddushin, is a Shava Pruta. So we say I'm Mikadesh Bimilve Upruta Daito Apruta. So, so the intention is for the pruta, not for the first two that are loans. And finally, Vishmamina Maus Baal Mochozim. This one I can't say a thousand percent that I understand, but I'll explain it how I understand it. Which is that if a fellow gives Kesef Kiddushin, but it doesn't end up working for Kesef Kiddushin, so then it's not a gift. It has to go back. And the fact that we said that those first two dates are considered like a loan means that there are things that are going to have to go back. So even though those aren't being used for Kiddushin, the last one is the one that's being used for Kiddushin. The first ones are considered a loan, but um, the, you know, if he gives money for Kiddushin, it doesn't end up getting used for Kiddushin, they are things that would have to go back. Okay, fine. So now says the Gemara Itmar, whose posh it stated, HaMekadosh HaChosuwa, a fellow's Mekadosh's sister. Very beautiful. Rav Amr Mo's Chosim. Rav says, that the money goes back. She's got to give the money back. It's okay. Shmuel Amr Mo's Matono, where Shmuel says that the money is a gift. She can keep the money. Her is Mikadasha with money. Rav says she's got to give back the money, at least eventually. Shmuel says it's a gift. Rav Amr Mo's Chosim. Rav says that she's got to give the money back to him. Of course, a person knows that he can't be Mikadash's sister, right? We learned the other day, Say to wisdom that you are like my sister, that just like a, it's obvious to a fellow that his sister is a surah to him. Also, that's how obvious, uh, that's, how, that, that's how, how, how at the tip of your tongue wisdom should be and readily available wisdom should be. But we see that, right? It, 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 it's, quite, it's quite obvious to all that a fellow's sister is, a, is forbidden to him. So really what he was giving her the money for was not for Kiddushin, but rather as a deposit that she will later, at a later point, give back. So why doesn't he just say it's a Pikadun? What, he thinks it's funny to say that it's Kiddushin? So, 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 Sover, Lo Mikabla, well, he thought that if he gives it to her as a deposit, maybe she won't feel comfortable, she won't accept, accept it, so he gives it to her as Kiddushin. Then she'll accept it. Alright, interesting. Shmuel says that the money is a gift. Because a fellow knows that, of course, Kiddushin doesn't work with his sister. So why is he really giving it? He's giving it as a gift. Why doesn't he just say, I'm giving you a gift? What, was he, you think he's being funny? So, Savar Ksifa La Milsa. Well, he thought maybe she would be embarrassed to receive a gift. So if he says Kiddushin, then that, that wouldn't be embarrassing. So that's why he did it. Okay. So we see, so Gemara is now going to ask Akash on Shmuel. So now we see that if a fellow is Mikadash's, his wife, his, his sister, something that is obviously not relevant. So Rav says that she's got to give the money back. Shmuel says that she can keep the money. It's a gift. So, Mosiv Ravina, Ravina Asakasha. Hamafish Chaloso Kemach. If a fellow uh, separates Chala when it's still flour. Now, you don't separate Chala when it's flour. You separate Chala, I believe it's 140th. 
you separate it when it is already dough. Um, you don't separate it when it is flour. If a fellow separated challah when it was flour, eno challah, it's not challah, the gezel biad koin, and it is theft in the hands of the koin, i.e. The, the koin needs to give it back to the, to, 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 to the fellow. Okay, we have the fellow who separated the challah, and then you have the coin. So the coin needs to give it needs to give it back to the fellow. Now the kasha is according to Shmuel, why should the coin have to give back this flower to the fellow? Ve'amai gezel biad coin. Why is it theft in the hand of the coin? Why does the coin have to give it back to the fellow? Neima, why don't we say adam yodeyosh in mafishim? That everybody knows that you don't separate challah from flour, you separate challah from dough. And he gave it as a gift. That's the shaila, right? Just like Shmuel says that everybody knows you can't be Makadish, your sister, therefore he gave the money as a gift. So here also, everybody knows that you don't separate challah from flour. So he was giving it to the coin as a gift. So why does the coin have to give it back? Why can't he keep it? So Amphrit the Gemara is shiny, awesome. It's different when it comes to the challah. Meaning says, Shmuel, look, in, in theory, the coin should be able to keep it. Because you're right. Because you're right. Because you're right. People know that you don't separate challah from flour. And therefore he was giving it as a gift. But the problem is, is that some bad outcomes can happen if we allow the coin to keep it. What's the bad outcomes? The minimum shear of chal. This is where, uh, where this is where Rashi really goes to town. But I don't think that you need to really go to town over here in order to understand the Gemara. That that a fellow uh, might have less than five quarter calves of flour. I.e., he might not have. But that's the, that's the minimum amount to separate to be obligated in chal. So it could be that there will be situations where the fellow, where, where the koyin does not have enough flour for the dough that ensues to be chayev in challah. The high, and he also has this flour that he received, that of course he knows is not, well, no, so, so, the, so I'm sorry, the, the flour that he received, and he's going to figure that, okay, well, this has already been separated as challah, so it's not going to be chayev in challah again, and by adding it to my flour, which, right, the current flour that I have is not enough to be chayev in challah. Now I have this um, flower that this guy gave me. Interesting. Okay, anyways, sorry, I got distracted. Um, but now I have this additional flower that this guy gave me, and now I do have enough of a shear that would be chayv and chala. The thing is that this was already separated as chala, so it's not actually chayv and chala, so it's not going to make any difference in the, in the flower and in the ensuing dough. And therefore, he's going to end up not separating chala from the ensuing dough, even though he needed to. And that'll be a problem. The Alish Le Bahade Adadin is gonna he's gonna need together all of this dough, the initial uh, all the flour, right? Or the initial flour he had plus the flour from the that he received from the fellow. And he's gonna think, well, the 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 this this dough is fine, it doesn't need to separate chala. And he's gonna eat tevel. And therefore, in order to avoid this. In order to avoid this, this outcome, we say that the coin needs to return the flower to the fellow. But I thought we said that everybody knows 
that you don't separate challah from flour. So the Kayin knows this. Why would, why would it enter his mind that, you know, why, 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 why would he think that, that, that the flour that was given to him was actually challah and that it shouldn't affect his flour? Yodea ve'eno yodea. Well, he knows and he doesn't know. Yodea she'en mafrishim challah kemach. Look, okay, yeah, everybody knows, including the Kayin, that you don't separate flour from you know, don't separate challah from flour. You separate challah from dough. But ve'eno yodeh, but where the koyin gets tricked up, what he doesn't know, is the sovertime mayumai mishum tircha de koyin. Well, why don't you separate challah from flour? Well, out of concern for the tircha of the koyin. Well, you know what? Do you think the koyin just wants to receive raw ingredients? He wants to receive dough. He wants to receive something he can do something with. So that's why you don't separate challah from flour. But the coin saying, look, I don't really care, it's fine. And therefore he's going to think that, the, right, that this flour is not actually chayv in challah. And then when he's going to mix it together into the, into the you know, with, with his flour, it's going to create dough that really is going to be chayv in, 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 in challah. But he's going to think that it isn't. Okay, so so that, that is the um, problem because the coin is going to get mixed up. So therefore we say, just give it, just give it back to the fellow. But still, why is the gezera that he needs to give back the flour to the fellow? Why can't they just say, instead of, right? Meaning we're saying, in this case, he needs to give the flour back. Why don't they just say, in this case, he needs to separate challah from the dough? After all, do we not have a, uh, have a Mishnah? One second, let me just, um, wait, one second, I want to see something. Uh-huh. One second. Okay, fine. Okay, whatever. Milotnan. After all, don't we learn in the Mishnah? Mina nakuv al she'eno nakuv. That if a fellow, right? So otzitz nakuv and otzitz she'eno nakuv, right? If you have an otzitz nakuv, a a a a pot with a hole in the bottom, so that's chayv in 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 truma mida oraisa, a pot that does not have a hole in it at all, so all the dirt is is not connected to the ground whatsoever and the roots aren't connected to the ground whatsoever. It's entirely in a pot and there's no holes in the pot. So then, is Midorai said it's not Chayv and Truma, only Midorai Bonon it's Chayv and Truma. So now, if a fellow has a, 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 a pot without any holes in it, so it's it's Potter Mitruma Midorai and then he, not, he needs to separate, but he's Midorai Bonon, he's separating Truma. And then, but he's not separating truma from the pot without the holes. He decides he's going to separate from the stuff, from stuff from the pot with the holes. I.e. the stuff that's chayv mido oraisa. He's going to use that to be pote the tevel from the pot without the holes. That's only chayv mido abanan. Now that doesn't, now that isn't anything at all because the pot mido oraisa, the, the pot without the holes is not chayv and truma at all. So he's separating this truma that really midoraisa is nothing, and what he's giving to the coin is really just tevel. It's not truma. So he, what he's giving to the coin is tevel from a pot with holes in it that's chayv in, in, in truma midoraisa, and he gives it to the coin. So what do we say in that case? We don't say that the coin needs to give it back to the fellow. So truma truma We just say that the coin just needs to separate truma. We don't say the coin needs to give it back. We just say, okay, so just separate truma now. 
Yet over here by the flower, we're saying, we, we don't just say, okay, so just separate chal. We say, no, give it back. How come? And for the Gemara, betray money, tzoyiz, bechad money, lo tzoyiz. The answer is because with, um, you know, something in two pots, okay, a person listens, right? Meaning you have one pot that's an otzitz, nakuv. You have another pot that's an otzitz, sheinu nakuv. We say, look, there's a difference between these two pots. You know, the truma didn't work. You have to separate your own truma. He says, okay, I see. They're two different things. Okay, I get it. But over here, it's all just one flower. And because it's all just one flower, the, 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 the distinction is less easily understood. And he's saying, you're telling him, no, it's not good challah. You're now going to have to separate it now that it's dough. And it's just, it's a, it's a, it's a less understood concept. And therefore, he's not going to separate it on his own. Therefore, he has to give it back. Okay, fine. Viba Yisema, alternatively. Or you could say, look, alternatively, no, there's no, we're not concerned about the coin at all. Theoretically, the coin could separate his own challah and it would be fine. We're not concerned about the coin. You know what we're concerned about? The fellow. Because the fellow is going to say, okay, well, I gave the, challah, I gave the flower to the coin. I've separated my challah and he's now going to make bread with the remaining flour. And think that he's already separated chal and that it's okay. But really he's going to be eating tevel. Boston, the mechel of the is going to be eating tevel. But I thought we said that everybody knows that you don't separate chal from flour. You separate chal from dough. Look, the people know, but they also don't know. Okay, he knows that you don't separate chal from flour. But because he figures, yeah, but how come? What's the reason why you don't separate challah from flour? Because of the tircha of the coin, right? Now the coin is going to have to you just get raw ingredients. It's not nice. But tircha the coin, but clearly the coin was okay with it. And therefore it is good challah. And therefore, this fellow is going to think that, look, the coin seems to be okay with it. I just gave him challah. I'm going to now make bread with the rest of the flour. And that's going to be a problem. So therefore, the coin needs to give it back to him to make it, you know, to make it clear, look, this is not good challah. I can't keep it. I need to give it back to you. You're going to have to make it into dough and then separate it. But still, why do we? Why does the outcome need to be that the coin needs to return the flower? Why can't the coin keep the flower? And why don't we say that the fellow just needs to now make dough and separate challah from the dough? Milotnan. After all, don't we learn in Mishnah Misheino Nakuv Ala Nakuv that if a fellow separates Trume from a a a an Otzet Sheino Nakuv, which is Potter from Trume Midoraisa. And he separates from the Otsitz She'eno Nakuv as Truma for the Otsitz Nakuv, which is Chayv Mido Raisa. And then he gives the Truma, the, the, the Truma that he separated from the Otsitz She'eno Nakuv, he gives that to the Kayin. Now what he's left with is the Otsitz Nakuv, right? The, the, the part with the hole in it that's Chayv Mido Raisa. So what do we say? We don't say that the Kayin needs to give back the Truma from the Otsitz She'eno Nakuv. Rather, but the fellow just needs to go back and separate the trume nochamo. Then, I mean, he's left with the otzitz 
Nakuv, which is Chayv and Truma Midoraisa, and when he separated the Truma from the Otzitz She'eno Nakuv, that doesn't work because it's not Chayv and Truma Midoraisa. So we don't say that he needs to get back the Truma from the Kain. We just say, okay, just go ahead now and separate Truma from the Otzitz Nakuv. So why don't we say the same thing? Why, same thing here. Why do we say that the Kain needs to give back the, the flower, needs to give back the Chala, the quote-unquote Chala? Why, why does he have to give it back? Why don't we just say that the fellow should just make a dough and separate Chala from that now? Well, because we said that while with the Otzitz Nakiv and the Otzitz She'enu Nakiv, they are two separate pots and he can understand why there are differences between them and he has to go back and separate Chuma. It, it, that's not as readily understood when it's all just, you know, we're just talking about one pile of flour over here, therefore the coin needs to give it back to him. Below Tzais, is that really true? That a fellow won't listen when it's just one pile? If a fellow is separating truma from cucumbers, it turns out what he separated was was bitter, was no good. He's separating truma from melons, and it turns out what he separated was not good. It was it was it was like spoiled melon. Truma, it's technically truma, but but he should nonetheless separate a second time from the better stuff. So we see there, even though it's all one, we're just talking about one pile, a pile, a big pile of cucumbers, a big pile of melons. And we're just saying, yeah, just go back and do it again. And there's no two separate things there. So shiny, awesome, but that's different to me. The oraise, truma ma'ali, me the oraise, it's, it's good truma. Because, me the rabiloi, the om rabiloi, mirainatoi minaroa la yofeshe truma so truma. How do we know that technically speaking, if a fellow separates truma from the bad stuff, and that's what he separates as truma, and he keeps all the good stuff for himself, so how do we know that, that, uh, technically it's truma? Shinemar, the puzzle says, vlotisu alav chait, barimchem eschelbo. That you won't be sinning if you separate from the good stuff. Implying that, uh, if you separate from the bad stuff, you'll be sinning. Now, if by separating from the bad stuff, it isn't actually truma and it actually doesn't make a difference, then why would he be sinning? So we see that, no, if you separate from the bad stuff, it is truma, but it's not nice to do that, um, and therefore you'll be, you'll be sinning by, not, by, by, by being a shtikonudnik. Friends, that was daf, memvov, mesech tekidushin, very, very kind of, I don't know, funny daf, because we had, we st- again, the first part I forgot to prepare initially, um, that was talking about a katana who, um, who, um, 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 she was eating them as she went. So then, Rav and Shmuel say that that is talking about when he says it's kachili bazo, it's kachili bazo. Even though she's eating it and indica- and displaying that she's accepting it, still, um, it would have to be shavaputa. Ravasi says it's talking about the Sefer where he says it's kachili bazo, bazo, bazo. And he's saying that the last one would have to be shavaputa, but the first ones would, um, it would right, those would not work because those are a milva and you can't be makadesh with a uh, milva. We, right, so we learned that Makadish Milva doesn't work, and Milva Uputa, Daito Uputa. We also then learned out that um, that if you're Makadish with money that doesn't end up getting used, then it, then it has to be returned. It's not given as a gift. And then we saw Machlokas between um, Rav and Shmuel about a fellow's Makadish's sister. So Rav says she's got to give the money back eventually. Shmuel says it's a gift 
to her. Then we asked some kashas based on challah, which got a little bit uh, technical. Friends, I was Daf Mem Vav. Masech Tikdushin. Hope you enjoyed. Peace out.